This is Locked in the Green Room, episode 12, and today I'm chatting to Suniva Brynell. Thanks for tuning in to Locked in the Green Room. This is my podcast where I'm chatting to different musicians about how they're dealing with the current COVID-19 situation. Uh, today I'm chatting with accordion player, singer, composer, pretty much everything, uh, Suniva Brynell. She's a good friend of mine. We used to study together and we used to play quite a lot together as well. Back when we both lived in Leeds, UK. Um, yeah, we had a great chat. She's actually not on lockdown because Sweden, they're not doing the lockdown, are they? No comment. Please enjoy. And I think we're live, which is pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, Matt, and it's really nice to see you. Yeah, you too. Um, yeah. Yeah. What have you? What have you? What, what, what have you been doing for the last months? <laughs> I, I wished I could answer you in the same accent, but I cannot. Um, <laughs> for the past month, so a month ago, I came back from Tel Aviv, Israel, um, ah. and so I spent two and a half months in uh, this winter in Israel, and I recorded music and played with people and yep. uh, released an album and uh, so I've been working on on the mixes okay of the, of the music that I did there but of course coming back from Tel Aviv mid-march uh, things change mm. yeah. and well so what you, this how you left Tel Aviv when sorry March 11th oh, and that was like a Maybe a week or even a few days before, maybe a week before Tel Aviv got into some sort of lockdown situation. So I, I guess I left in, in time. Yeah. Okay. What, a week afterwards, that was when Tel Aviv went into lockdown? Yeah, some week after that, I think. It went very quickly. Ah. It was, uh, it was, uh, I traveled like a day before US shut its borders towards yeah. Europe. Okay, and and you went straight to Sweden. Yeah, yeah, straight to Sweden. What's it been like in Sweden? Um, from what I figure, it's different than um, other countries. So, so we currently have a cap. First, they put a cap on you couldn't meet in larger events than five hundred. Yeah, mm. but that's you know that doesn't affect folk and jazz musicians so much. Ha yeah. ha ha! Like every you know, there's been a million jokes like that. But now we have a cap of um, 50 people, so we can meet 49 people yeah. in one go. But still, like, even that would not have affected, like, full gigs very much, I would say. <laughs> but ev everything is cancelled. Like, literally nothing is happening. Mm -hmm. uh, none of the gigs that I was meant to do are happening, which is, I guess, it's in a sense strange because we're, we're not legally... Um, not allowed to meet you know mm -hmm. you can have a concert for 20 people but you know no one no one wants to come and also um the age group that come to you know folk and maybe improvised or jazz gigs they're uh, risk group people yeah so that's also what we're looking at so yeah, yeah. that's really interesting to hear that actually from uh, someone who yes well basically someone in your position somewhere where where we do, where you don't have lockdown because a lot of people, a lot of musicians, I guess, at the moment are thinking, 
Mm. You know, what's going to happen after lockdown? If when they start to make things uh, more relaxed, what's going to happen? Am I going to get my yeah. gig at the bar back or whatever? But it seems like the answer to that is not straight away. Because, I mean, if, if, if that's still the case with in Sweden, then I guess that'll be the case everywhere, right? Yeah, I, I think depending on... I mean, we're talking about musicians now and a little bit depending what kind of music you play and who your audiences are, I think we're still going to see that people are super careful yeah. um, with going out. But I was speaking to someone earlier today about this also that if... I mean, look, looking at it crudely and financially, our audiences are mainly a, a large chunk of our audiences are retired people, yeah. right? So they, they, they're not losing their income, so they, they still can... Stay back, yeah. Yeah, they can stay back, but they also could afford to go and spend money on music okay. or seeing music, yeah. but, they, but they don't dare. So we're, we're not losing... Yeah, they just don't. They, I don't blame anyone for not wanting course, to yeah. you know, risk their life for a for a folk music concert. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, I get, yeah, I, I agree. Hey, what have you been? What have you been doing to like uh, alleviate the boredom? Well, actually, I'm saying that as if uh, as if you are bored. I don't know if you're bored, but what have you been doing? No, I don't get bored. Um, when I when I don't have other things to do I just compose like I it's like I'm I'm basically my friend told me like I'm I'm pooping albums like <laughs> it's just what I'm doing I just compose um so I don't and I try to it's been a long time since I was in a sense stuck in Sweden yeah and especially without having anything to do so I tried to find collaborations and I've met an amazing um, electronic composer so yeah. we play in his attic he has a home studio in his attic and so we we do this kalimba and electronic music together and mm. um, it's it, it's still very I'm, maybe I'm a little bit afraid of losing my chops when it comes to jamming with people, yeah. you know. But uh, I think my solo playing is hopefully getting better. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're catching up on things. Maybe you, I've wanted to learn the kalimba better or the, yeah. Yeah. I want to learn the, I think it's called kanjira, the little Indian drum. Like, okay, yeah. just okay. little, little things. Um, so I'm, I'm not bored, but I'm, I feel like my, my heart is bursting to go traveling again because that's what I do. Like the touring and traveling is yeah, like yeah. obviously not happening. And, and it's there's like it's worse than like any sexual frustration that like uh, might be happening. Yeah. It's this urge for travel. Um, so creatively, OK, financially uh, awful. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, our, all the, the creative endeavors that I'm talking about are cu currently not creating any income, right? Yeah. So I'm just living cheaply, whatever. Um, I was meant to go to the US in May and June to tour. That's all canceled. So mm. um, I, I, th I think I'm not looking at it day by day, but I'm looking at it week by week and thinking, yeah. how can I make the best out of this, right? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I guess the thing, the thing that gets overlooked is like our, um, a lot of our work, you know, work is, uh, it's also our social life, isn't it? And we're so used to that. Yeah. We're so used to like, so you're going to, you're going to America and I know that you spent a lot of time in America. Um, so you're probably looking forward to going to see your friends, but yeah, now exactly. you don't get to, it's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and it's so true. I don't, I, I, I can't give you a percentage of this, but I, I would say the vast, vast majority of people apart from like a couple of childhood friends are all musicians that I work with. Right? Yeah. So, and they're all spread out. Most of them are not in Sweden. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it gets it gets lonely too. Like very, and I, I feel like after a month now, I've reached a stage where I feel like, I, I, yeah, I, I, I start doubting the um, depth and sincerity of, of these uh, computer-based friendships, you know? <laughs> they're there, but they're not there, right? Yeah. Have you not found, though, that you've, uh, you've, you've been in contact with different people that you perhaps wouldn't have been in contact? I mean, this is specific, I mean, specifically right now, I guess this is the case, but I mean, I'm sure that, you know, the other side of what you're saying is that I agree with you, this, the computer-based friendship thing, it's a bit like, oh, fucking hell, you know, I've got how many friends on whatever, on whatever book, but, uh, you know, how many of them do I actually want to talk to? And actually, but I found that this is the time when you realize who those people are, because you do end up, you know, I talk, I'm calling really weird people that I never speak to. I'm not talking about you. I'm not calling you weird. <laughs> you but what sure? I mean is people who are very, um, who, I, who I, I don't know, who I wouldn't usually call out of the blue, just being like, how's it going? You, you know what? I, I think, first of all, I think... The two of us sitting here is a perfect example of yeah, this. It, is, yeah. it doesn't mean we don't we don't like each other. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, you're on my mind. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's a bit. It's actually a bit like drunken calling. You know, it's like we're we're getting to this uh, point where it's like. Um, I, I I even thought of like calling some weird ex just to see how they were doing. Not that <laughs> I want to like meet them afterwards, but just because I there's some space in our thoughts opening yeah. up and hearts maybe um yeah i agree and yeah, yeah. yeah and and you. yeah and and also on on this topic i do find that um, i made some new uh, connections some people over you know whatever book as you say um <laughs> that i would have never made like I, I i sent you that link the other day of of the Indian uh, Kolkata-based tabla player who yeah. just like yeah. put some tabla over some Celtic polka that I played, and it's it's hilarious. <laughs> it's it's not it's not paying our rent, but it would never have happened if we would have rushed around between gigs. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, there's lo there's all this stuff coming up. In in regards to you saying thinking of calling up X ex, X's and stuff. Oh, don't Actually, be specific. Come on, like what? No, I'm not saying like <laughs> who are you gonna call. I'm saying I'm I'm I'm. I'm just saying I don't know if it's a good idea. I think that like at, at this at this time right now, what I from my from my uh, experience, you anything happens in the day, it'll you'll 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 number one you'll overthink it, 
you'll uh, and if it's positive it'll you'll it'll give you a really good day but if there's any negativity in there and if it's and if it's unexpected if there's any negativity it'll give you a really bad day so i think if you were to call, start calling up all the all the exes i feel like uh, i feel like it might it might send people crazy we might all you know if if i started getting calls from my exes i'd be like oh man what does this mean and now you got too much time to think like, yeah, maybe it's true. a sign and all this so i'm so happy that you're saying this to me now um have you not you've not done it I, yet i have not done it huh. can i call you instead if i think of doing it i'll just yeah. i'll just send you a message okay Thank yeah i mean i'm not saying you shouldn't i'm just saying that that's just my <laughs> that's my two no, cents I trust you. It's, it's your scottish sensibility thank you <laughs> um what so you said that you um actually I want to backtrack a little bit and actually just talk about you in general um and all your exes now I want to just talk about you in general and about you how know you them anyway I know some of them <laughs> and uh and uh just ask you how uh just just about your music and how you got into playing first of all how you got into playing and then if you could talk a little bit about what you're what you've been working on before all this uh um stuff started happening Hmm. Um, how I got into playing so I um, you know I don't know if we ever talked about this but so on my mother's side I come from a, a female lineage of like six or seven um, generations of female musicians mm-hmm. so I was sort of forced to play um, mm. so I started playing the piano when I was little and uh, I was only ever just forced to take piano lessons and, mm. and so I went I even played the panpipes at some stage, the cello and the violin. Um, eventually took up the accordion when I was about 20. Um, and uh, I never looked back and uh, I spent my 20s studying and um, touring in different countries and, you know, living in England like you and um, composing all the time a lot and then living in America. Um yeah for the past three years. And so I left America in October and, uh, and I'm currently on an artist visa there for three years, but uh, this is a little worrisome because I don't know if I can get in there. I think they have like a a cap, but you know, I, I, I guess exceptions are made because of COVID, I hope. Because, Wait. Uh, so you've got you've got an artist visa at the moment in yeah, America, yeah, but you're yeah. but you're worried that you can't get back in. Yeah, I don't know if I should even speak so much about it. I'm just I would have gotten back to America sooner um, if I could, you know. Yeah. But now I I don't um, have any work there, so and I can't get in anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Um, It'd be interesting yeah. to, to to hear a bit about um, Night Tree, actually, because I really like that yeah. music. Thank you. Um, Night Tree was supposed to have a show on May 20th in Boston. Not going to happen. Um, Night Tree is a, a freak band. It's really a band of, like, we, we've officially, what's it called, discontinued, expired. <laughs> um, because we, we are a band of six freaks. There's it's, it's if you know are the people who are in it, <clears throat> like people would laugh at, at 
at us <laughs> because and then we we kind of we come together on stage and make really yeah we made some wonderful music and two albums um we met at new england conservatory in 2016 mm-hmm. made like 850 shows across the u.s in like two years and made oh. two albums yeah we toured so much and so we maybe we did what a band would do in four years in two years you know we really uh loved each other and, and wore each other out um and it's you know the instrument combination i think is unheard of with uh, left to right being saxes accordion cello cajon double fiddle it's 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 also freak freak instrumentation freak everything um i reckon if you went really far down a youtube hole you can probably <laughs> find like one other band one of the, and I'm not talking about one of the video. You need to find it. I guess what the 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 difficulty is finding a a band that's made up of those those rather yeah. than just a one like you know. Okay, I guess it happening once. That yeah, is yeah. that is difficult though. That, that would I remember be difficult. there was some sort of Belgian band with a Barry sax and accordions and stuff. So uh, there are similar sounds out there, but uh, Nitri, go- there was a lot of. Hmm? <laughs> I was gonna say, what did you did you just at some point Google the lineup and see if you could find? Have you ever done that? No, I've never done it. Uh, but now I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, for us it was just we were we were the people who were interested in Celtic music at the school at that point, and so we met in a practice room and that's really cool. And then yeah, and then never separated. And um, you know, for me that was really important. Uh, because I just moved to the US to study my master's and like Nitri was my life uh-huh. for two years. Mm-hmm. It was super, super stressful to do a master's and tour that much. And I think it's also because most of us were in school at that point. It was like wearing us down also. But uh, um, I wouldn't have had it any other way, really. Mm. Um, and then when we finished playing it opened up a lot of space of course for other things Mm -hmm. like i think half of the band members ended up doing solo albums like a few months after after the breakup yeah like isn't that classic story yeah yes uh yeah everybody i guess if you've if you're i guess if you're in a band that that, that's that because that's quite a big band right um for uh for folk and jazz i guess it's pretty big I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to put those two into the exact same category, but I, they they do they do fit sometimes. And I guess it is quite big. And I and I wonder if it's you know it's like you spend a lot of time playing with a large band. You're gonna the you know the larger the band, the less your less say you have really, isn't it? Unless you're the sole leader. So after probably after playing in, in a large band like that for so long, you're just like I just want to do my own thing, specifically my thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, but but I think also actually because Nitri, we considered ourselves as a, a democratic band. Yeah. That was actually the most time-consuming aspect yeah. of it. So so we did have a lot to say. Like all of us, it yeah. depend like it depended. Some of us wanted more say than others. Mm-hmm. Like some people just wanted to play, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, but I would say that because we had so much say. I would say that because we had so much say, it was, it was actually um, harder. Mm. I think a, a, a non-democratic band 
is easier and gets more done in a sense mm-hmm. uh, in 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 one sense decisions are quicker you know yeah yes i i agree with you there i think as soon as you've got yeah demo too much democracy in a band i agree you do sometimes yeah. it can be a lot easier and quicker to have someone just be like this is what we're doing yeah that's it but yeah okay. i'm trying to imagine now a democratic army yeah i don't want to imagine that army at all at the moment <laughs> no. Oh, no i don't have the idea of an army at, but i imagine you kind of i'm imagining a bunch of like fluffy hippies like roaming around it would be for want of a better word it'd be a shit army i think i don't think it would do its job i don't think it would do a very good job of being an army i think maybe not though yeah what's um what what what's the most positive thing that you feel like you've got out of the sit out of the situation? Then it seems like it was. It's, you've said composing. Yeah, composing. Um, getting to know myself a bit better because I can't like in a way this traveling and touring is also you know a, a form of escapism. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so. I'm staying literally up the hill from my parents. I don't see my parents because they're, you know, risk group. But uh, yeah, they're all the quick fixes like relationships and uh, hang out with friends and yeah. um, traveling and touring and gigging. Like all those like little kicks, mm-hmm. they're not there. There are, there are very few kicks in this lifestyle. And so um, I have to be more self-sufficient with kicks. Yes. It's funny that you say that. I I've, I've, I feel like I've been more aware in this situation of, of like serotonin and dopamine, like and, yeah. when it, and when it kicks in and when it, and when it, when it doesn't. And when the, what's the opposite? What's that one that's a bad one? Not bad, but. The one that gives you the sadness. I can't remember. I don't know. The, I don't the know opposite of those chemicals that I just said. And this is, man, I shouldn't be saying this because I don't have a clue. But I feel like I'm, I'm becoming more aware of like when those things kick in and when think when they don't. And when, like, you know, yeah. you'll be, you know, and this, is, this isn't a good thing to do, but I've, you know, I've been drinking more. And you sometimes you have like a stressful day and you'll have a beer and you suddenly feel better. And usually that'll, that'll happen. That, that'll happen in normal life anyway but you're not as aware of it. You'll be, this, I feel like at this point, I'm really aware of like my brain and I'm aware of my thoughts and aware of like what's, what, what, what takes me to a bad place and what takes me to a good place. Can you tell me more about that? I felt like I just uh, elaborated enough. But, um, well, well, be more specific because like what, what makes you have a bad day now when anything not, can, I feel not like, so much is happening, you know? Yeah, well, that's, I think that's another thing. Maybe I... I've said this before on here, but what things can uh, really small things can change your day uh, yeah. for the better or for the worse. And this is obviously, yeah, it can, uh, you know, say you have a conversation with somebody and even if that conversation, there was nothing in that conversation that was negative, maybe you just like, maybe you looked for something negative in that conversation and uh, you thought that someone was, someone had a, someone's had, had like a, 
a certain way of talking to you and that will that even that can ruin your day and usually i guess those things can ruin your day a little bit or you'll get you'll come away from the phone call like ah burr well, i'm annoyed about mm-hmm. that and then you'll sort of go and have a shower and then you'll go to your gig or you'll go and teach or you'll go and just like see your friend and then you forget about it and you literally don't care but you have nothing to change these things yeah. they're just these this thing will just go and stay in your head and then it'll be like hey what what do you think they meant by that <laughs> You think they meant this? And you wait. I don't know. I find that I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be I'm a blank slate. I'm like, I don't know. Why the fuck? Why is that? Why did I was I thinking about that? Doesn't matter. Uh, but at the time on the, on the day before, I'll you'll affect me heavily. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, yesterday was a rough day for me, and and it, it took very little. And I, I spoke to a friend about this today also because because not so much happens now, right? Uh-huh. No big dramas. Yeah. Apart from like the the stresses of like income and so, but but like no, you know, you don't see many people, so no big dramas are created uh, at least here. And um, I actually I had a a Zoom session um, with a body awareness technique called uh, Greenberg method mm-hmm. with a guy from Israel, and we literally only did this body awareness practice. Uh, looking for our pain we were I mean we were actively looking for the pain in our body and the emotional pain we had half an hour session maybe 45 minutes and the rest of my day was absolutely swallowed up by like past pain and like stored pain and I went out for a run on this island out here um, and it was what you call hail it was uh, like when it rains ice and I was running and crying, and it was raining ice on me. <laughs> it was it was so rough. It was very very rough. Um, and and <laughs> no, I don't mean to laugh. I'm really you're laughing, so I'm laughing with you. I it's wouldn't... okay. Like pain is it's fine, but you can see the image of me, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, crying and running and 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 like it was so it was so dramatic, and the whole day just went on like that. And as you say, we don't have the distractions that we would have had and i think we also react uh, more i react more to the uh, Eckhart Tolle writes about the pain body right so the pain body of our stored uh, sadnesses and pains and, and traumas mm-hmm. uh, to me become much more uh, present it's like uh, yeah maybe we get upset about something that wouldn't have normally affected us Mm. And it, it lingers on for longer. So the, the past is more present and the future is kind of uh, propelling it a bit. Yeah. That's what I find. On the flip side of that, have you found that there's a that there's anything, uh, you know, because we're talking about the, the negatives of being in our situation or in this everybody's situation. I don't want to say our situation, it's everybody's situation. But, yes. the, the, you know, there are... I have also noticed, uh, for me, like a lifting in other other stresses that I might have had. Things like, you know, oh, have I got enough gigs, or what? Have I got the right sort of gigs? Sort of future. I like. I don't. Not really worrying about the future so much. Uh, have you noticed that? Do you feel that? I feel that I cannot, I can't really book gigs or worry about like, have I booked enough gigs or yeah. Well, yeah, because, sure. yeah. because no one is, is prepared to give you a gig anyway. <clears throat> um, 
yeah, in, yeah, in a sense. Well, maybe you, maybe you didn't have that issue to start with, but um. Oh, if, if if you mean the stress about like having the right sort of gigs. Yeah. No, of course. Uh, I don't know. I just want to be happy. I think I. W it's more like, am I making the right sort of choices in terms of which city and country I'm in? Like, yeah. because the music always seems to kind of be there. Like, yeah. It's more. It's more like. Yeah, so in that sense, the stress is gone because I can't make choices. You know, I can't. <laughs> My stress is usually should I live in Istanbul or Tel Aviv, and then and then when I can't choose any of them, it's like I may I might just as well live near my parents. Is that Lissy? Yeah. Just to try to see I... if she was saying hello to me or not, but I think she was saying hello to um, someone on the phone. So you you usually have the issue of worrying about what city to live in, but did you say that that's that sort of alleviated? Oh yeah, because I I can't. You, can you just got to stay where you are. Yeah. Um, um, but I am making sort of scattered brains, stress yeah. plans about where to go after. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're saying you know with all this stuff. Um, you know the fact that it's sort of changing changing how we're feeling and things like that how are you managing to keep up with either practice or i guess what you said composition do you is it a struggle or do you are you just is it just something that you do and you're happy to do it and it and it and it helps mm. uh yeah i think in that sense um i mean musicians are not the only people with this um with this luck but uh, we are lucky that we have something yeah. to always work on, yeah. right? Yeah. We, we, there's, our work is never done. Uh -huh. In fact, I remember Tom Revere saying this, like, you know, he always can just wake up and practice his bass. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it helps because we don't have to ever get bored. Yeah. Um, I... At the moment, I'm very forgiving with myself with what I practice. I just practice what I like. I, if I want to learn the new kalimba that I ordered online, <laughs> then, you know, like I, I take liberties. Like I, I give myself little treats like, oh, I've always wanted to learn the Sansala tuned in A minor. Then I kind of just order it and, and spend a week learning it. Yeah. So so that that I would say like, Find a little passion that that you have been maybe having some seed of in your mind, and and do that instead of like, like I, you know what I, I was never big on practicing scales anyway. But at this time, I would certainly not like sit and like shred, shed, shred scales. I'm having a uh, great time playing scales, to be honest. You are. Yeah, yeah. I'm, having, I'm like, happy I don't, for you. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't agree with that blanket statement. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I do agree though, and I think I know what you mean. And it's just about everyone has a everyone has different things that they get out of music, etc. But I think what you mean is like it's like not stop trying to make uh, stop trying like uh, don't try to uh, do the most practical things. You know, okay, well, you know what? What I want to do is what I should do is I've I'm not very good at this, and actually I'm gonna blah blah blah, and actually try and just follow a little passion and 
and enjoy it for what it is rather like rather than like a means to an end or whatever you're just like i'm just gonna do it and that's that's it there's no reason for it i just because i want to i guess that's what you mean yeah first of all i just have to say i think you were always into practicing scales i think that like (laughs) what do you say they got you off I don't know what to say. I think you're, you're always kind of yeah, I like scales um, but it, I think maybe every time should be like this but I think now more than ever we should take the time to be kind to ourselves mm. like mm. Um, yeah I just, agree yeah give ourselves the little give yourself a that, break yeah give ourselves I mean yeah the break is is, uh, is being given by some sort of higher yeah. power of some sort, and and what but what do we do with this break? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Acceptance. Um, you know what? I, I, I'm I'm gonna sound like the the ultra hippie, but I I just finished a book that I started reading in February. Um, it's A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, and I really liked it. And and. Mm. Part of the reason why it was so important to read now is uh, because it deals with accepting the current moment, which is, you know, yeah. what else can we do? So I, I that helped me also. Mm. Um, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I really like that idea. I've sort of, I mean, as, as, as much as I've said that I've been practicing scales, I have been practicing scales, but I've been, I've been delving into Indian music again. Because I was in India a little while ago, and and I and I actually started doing started working on Indian music in that sort of in that sort of same way that you're talking about how we should be working on things now. And I was like, you know what? I know I'm not going to be an Indian musician, and I actually don't really want to be. I also I'm not don't want to do this to try and get the flavors of it in my playing. I literally just want to do it for the sake of doing it and enjoying it because I love the music, and I and I felt like I wanted something that would be that I could do that was just just for the sake of it, nothing else, because I like yeah. it. And I've been really enjoying getting into that. You know, I've been basically spending all day trying to, like, sing Sargam, learn, learn uh, Tans by Koshiki Chakrabarti and, uh, you know, singing it and it's, playing it. And... That's that singer with a little round face, the really pretty crazy one. Yeah, she's a, yeah. She's a monster. Yeah, she's a badass. Yeah, but I've just been, yeah, just working on all that, and and, and you know, I know that there's, I know that I'm not going to burst out of here in three months' time or whatever when we're allowed out and start, you know, playing and playing, uh, playing gigs uh, for, for you know, in that style. But I'm just like, you know what? I just want to do it, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying just, just digging into it. I'm but, really happy to, I'm really happy to hear that, Matt. Have you? I guess because you've done these interviews for a while, I presume, uh, have you already talked about how the situation is in London at the moment? Um, as in, have I told, have I spoken about it? Probably. Yeah. Okay. But like, I, are, you completely, are you completely locked, locked in? Like, what can you do? What can you do outside? Oh, of you your- don't know either, right? Well, basically, no? uh, we can, Leave the house if we want to get food. We can do that once a week. Um, once a week. Well, it's like a suggestion, and and if I guess if like if if we had like a the police following us all week and they saw us 
leave twice we would we could be fined yeah. but we don't have the police following us blah 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 so people do go out more uh mm. but you can leave so you can leave once a day to uh walk or run mm. or work out okay. mm. you know exercise and i guess if you're a key worker uh you know if you're working one of the one of the uh more important roles in society not musician mm. you can go to work um <laughs> That's so sad. Wait, you have to you have to censor this. Why? <laughs> no, musician <laughs> is. You know what? We can live without music, but we cannot live without food. Yeah, for agree, example. Yeah. No, we can't live okay. without food. We can't live without like doctors. So yeah, you drinking yeah. a beer there? <laughs> yeah, really hey. big hot. No, it's a, oh, it's a, it's a, it's the opposite of beer. It's a, it's a nice, it's a nice hot drink. Okay. Um. Yeah, so we can. We're, we're basically. Is this gonna not... make you want to drink? Huh? Is this gonna make you want to drink after the interview? Uh, I don't. I don't think you need to. You don't need to try I'm and sorry. make help me make want to drink. Okay. I'm probably gonna want to have a little drink later anyway. Um, we yeah, that's about it. We can't do much. We can't do much else. Uh, you know, we you can't go out and see your friends. People can't come and see you you know this is the thing is a lot of people like a lot of people are sort of like okay well maybe i'll go and see my friend uh you know they'll pop out they can pop their head out the window and i'll say hi to them and you're sort of not really supposed to do that either no one you know Uh, you're not really supposed to do anything you're basically supposed to only be going out if for these for these essential these essential things yeah it's it's very different um you know, I, I am not an um, infectious disease um, doctor, but um, I can just say that we have it very differently. Like I I host, um, I'm, I'm in my final parts of, the, of a training for something called a deep listening certificate, mm-hmm. um, which is like sonic meditations, if you wish. And we meet at least once a week in groups of, you know, four maybe five yeah. three five um and we don't hug like no but you know it's it spreads easier than that so I, we're probably fooling ourselves but this is completely within like swedish regulations yeah. and and uh, my my housemate uh, the woman who owns the house she goes to work every day you know mm-hmm. uh, she could probably work from home but she she goes to work so it's um, it, it's a significant it's a big difference. difference. The thing yes, is, though, sorry. if we uh, go into the territory of trying to delve into why that is, there's a very good chance that myself, for sure, will talk a little rubbish because I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that it's uh, whatever you know. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm very afraid of talking on these on these things or uh. in any way about about uh, just whether or not any, what we're doing is the right thing. Because for us, if we, I feel like for me, even if I don't agree with what the uh, what the government says, I'm pretty ill-informed. And also, uh, I just feel like I just have to just do it, you know? And it, if, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting because Sweden have, be, have are like completely <laughs> like nailing it aren't you because like you're not you're getting less less people are dying and stuff aren't you you know what i i i i wouldn't even 
And I think it's too early to say if anyone's nailing it. I think Italy somehow, uh, yeah, it, you know, just went into disaster. Um, yeah. and it, no, well, Britain's by, in Britain's in disaster at the moment. So that's uh, why they're that's you know we've got to we've got to stick with the lockdown. It's yes. Yeah. Maybe I I don't know like um, <laughs> Swedish people live very isolated. You know we right. we are masters of of social isolation anyway. And and but I I don't rule out uh, the possibility of, of things really messing up here and 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 getting worse and being a, a complete lockdown. It's it's yeah yeah possible. it's it's difficult. You know I I actually really I'm just so I'm just so much of a just a violinist that I, I probably should shouldn't even comment on it. I'd have no idea what what will work for the country and what won't. I for once I'm gonna put my uh I'm gonna put my um my uh trust in Boris Johnson. <laughs> well, is that the first time those words came That's out the of first time I've ever no, I mean I probably said it like this month a couple of times, like feeling a bit weird about it. But I you know it's the first time it's ever happened and that's just mm. but I'm doing it and I feel like yeah I think that's the best thing we can do we have to just fall in line um yeah I'd, yeah yeah I think after after hopefully it's all over this is a weird sentence to say as well but uh I think only then can we see what results certain yeah. uh, decisions had and yeah. maybe we can we can even compare those decisions yeah. because conditions are different. So yeah, I, I don't know, Matt. Yes, it's a it's a it's a funny one, but um, I do I do know that like basically what you said. I, I started this thinking, you know, started this podcast thinking like, you know, this is going to be really difficult for musicians, and you know, I actually think that musicians have it probably some of the best in. You know, aside from the fact that we don't have any gigs. I'm not talking yeah. about that. I'm not talking about monetary. Um, but I, f I really do feel like I feel very lucky that I wake up and I'm like, oh, nice. What am I going to do on the violin today? Yeah. yeah. And not just, I'm not just saying that. Like, I think it's really, really rubbish for people who don't have that. And it's, and it's, and it's that sort of thing. <clears throat> it's, the, it's, it's people who don't have like a, like a, that. And you know, it's people who who basically work to live. They work, and then yeah. they uh, and then they want to hang out with their friends and family, and mm. and spend mm. their leisure time doing leisure stuff. You know, basically, yeah. most people. It's much more difficult for them. For musicians, we're just happy to practice and listen to something weird or whatever. You know. Yeah, and and we're lucky in the sense. I don't know how you can afford to live in London at this point, but. Um... I live very cheaply, so I'm. Well, there's two there's two people I come like two sectors that I, I compare myself to. I've been feeling very jealous, like very like deep envy of IT people. IT people. Because, <laughs> yeah, because they can work at home. Yeah, they're killing it. And they can it, have right? their job. Yeah, they're killing it. They're like <laughs> ordering their takeaways like to their house, earning their money, and yeah. just doing the same thing as they were at work but at home. So then I've, I've felt like ooh, really dark feelings. Um, but but on the other hand like on the other end of that um, I feel so uh, sorry for like the service sector of people right. who like own restaurants no, or the because worst. they have 
yeah, like um, they have employees and they have rent to pay and and um, yeah. at least we have we have our instrument. You know, I can. I've been thinking of busking. You know, like I yeah, know. I keep okay. About it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, like I don't know, it's probably different. At least some people are out on the street in Sweden, like in London. You're not; they would like jail you for walking. Busking. Yeah, I'd probably be in trouble. Yeah, I shouldn't busk. I, I guess <laughs> what I was meaning is like I was, I was thinking of ways of trying to like busk in my garden because a lot of people can see me. But then I thought, just everyone's just we're in London. Everyone's just kind of like shut, shut up, <laughs> no. shut up. I'm trying to watch my show. <laughs> they will. Can, can you try can you try this and and uh and tell me how it went and and no, if you I'm say too yes, afraid. you know it's... I'm too afraid I'm too afraid of failure. I, I I think I think as we were talking about like you know the even the smallest things can ruin your day. If I went out <laughs> if I went outside oh, yeah. and busked and then someone was like shut up Matt you why do you always do this? I can hear you practicing stop it. Then I think I would I think it would ruin my week. I don't I think I'd wake up with nightmares. You know, I don't, I don't want to do that. I just want to, I'm just happy to stay in my, I mean, I think I'm already annoying my neighbors because I literally wake up and go, Sarega. like I don't, we just moved in. We just moved oh, in and I then I, and then they basically just hear like chants. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, it's not, it's not so bad. I guess it reminds me of, of, uh, of living with Matt Anderson. Shout out to Matt. Yeah. He would start literally his long tones on the on the tenor sax at ten o'clock every morning. Yeah, you know, I think Simon Reed's complained about that. Oh thing. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, Matt, you're a diligent person. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, uh, I, I, you know what? Maybe it is really bad to be your neighbor at this point because yeah. they can't get away. No, they can't get away. They're just like, okay, I'm going to start my day working. And then they just hear this drone. And then they must just go, oh, God, the drone started. I can imagine it. I can imagine it already. You know, I'm sitting in my house. I've got my cup of coffee and I'm really happily putting my drone on. Yeah. Yeah. And they're thinking, <laughs> can you, oh, can you be that? kind and change your drone just like chromatically up and down a semi-step? So you have a, a, a loop of three different semitones for, for three days. I don't think that that is the main issue. I don't think the tonal uh, okay. similar. I think the main issue is just the fact that it's a drone. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, they haven't. No one's complained yet. But but anyone, anytime I see them outside, if I do see them outside, they don't. They're not like, hey. No. They're like, ah. No. But anyway. Do you have? Do you have the mute? On the oh no, because you okay. We're talking fiddle voice thing. Okay, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, have no I can, suggestions. Just, I, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of saying, I'm thinking of sending him a message saying, "Look, I'm sorry. Is it okay?" But then I actually don't really. I only want one answer from that. Exactly. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Mm. You don't have any neighbors then. No, it's it's all. I spend my time between a cabin by the sea on an island near Norway, a cabin in the woods. Uh, near the sea 20 minutes from here and a house by the sea here I'm like I'm so isolated in terms of like I can make as much noise as I want but nice. yeah but I'm playing the quietest instrument so I'm playing my kalimbas which is you know your your neighbor would love the kalimbas I actually think they wouldn't I think after a while they'd just be pissed off okay I in think that it... case I hope this won't last for, for so long yeah um, 
what are you are you so uh, uh, this is a question i've been asking people is like you know are you working on anything for when you get out of when when we get uh-huh. out of this situation are you are you thinking ahead at all or are you just staying you know trying to stay within the moment i think you said that you're looking a week ahead or whatever at the moment yeah but, but uh i think it's a bit of both i'm trying to be happy right now but um yeah i'm i'm waiting whenever the travel ban is lifted or travel recommendations are lifted now uh, swedish uh, foreign department is saying um, don't travel anywhere necessarily until mid-june yeah um but yeah of course i'm thinking where would i most like to go uh, i spent some time in hawaii in the autumn and i really really loved it and i would some in my mind i'm making plans but of course i'm not booking any tickets uh, that's for sure um I'm, I'm also I'm not thinking so much about gigs, but I'm thinking I, I want to come out of this being a, a sufficient solo performer. And I'm reminded of of Matthew Bourne. Oh, you yeah. Remember that yeah. he was saying maybe in an interview he was saying uh, you should be as um, su- self sufficient as to know that you can play the whole gig on your own if none of your bandmates turn up. Mm-hmm. So so I want to come out of this ideally being a decent solo performer. Mm. May it be with like songs with kalimba and voice and ukulele and like, I don't care what the instrument is. Um, so yeah, my, my solo playing and the uh, and recording, I want to come out of it with like compositions and collaborative recordings and songs with this electronic composer. We're we're actually in two weeks going into the studio. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Yeah. It's so funny hearing that because like I, I literally I haven't know. spoken to anybody who's like, oh yeah, I'm going to the studio. Maybe it's gonna piss. <laughs> maybe it's just gonna piss everybody <laughs> else off. Maybe I should I just delete this this interview. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I felt I felt like I was saying like oh I have sex three times a day or, <laughs> or like I don't know or I, I what else could you say to really upset people at the moment um, um, yeah I, I, something about five G oh I don't know five G <laughs> I have no opinion but I, I'm not relating it to I don't think it's I don't think Corona comes out of five uh, G that's no, for no. sure no no but, I, I agree. Um, but yeah, I I I realize I'm lucky. Um, I I don't. I mean, to my defense, all I can say is that I don't meet my parents, which is like always oh, we, we yeah. see each other with two meters apart. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's really uh, striking how unsatisfactory it is to meet people only uh, yeah. you know with two meters distance. We yeah. think we thought. Body contact is not so important, but fuck yeah, it is. So, um, yes. What are you going to do in the next 24 to 48 hours? What's your plan? And you don't have to tell, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to give me like the, you know, all the, all the uh, really exciting things that you're going to do, which I'm sure you are going to do, but you know, (laughs) what are you going to do? Okay. So so then what do you want to do? 
Huh? What do you want to know? What do you want to? What do you want to know? You don't. Well, okay. You know. The little everyday just, stuff. You can admit. Little... You can admit like the obvious stuff. Okay. Okay. But uh, just tell me what you're going to uh, do. What's your plan? Um, tonight I will. Ah, you know what? Uh, we've omitted the fact that I'm working. I am a lucky person. I'm working in April with journalism also. Ah, yeah. So, of course, I can do that. I'm like, I can say I'm jealous of the IT people, but in a sense... Oh, yeah, you got something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to write a, an article about uh, you, global youth music camps called Ethno. They're amazing. They're so cool, but of course, they're not happening this year because mm. the kids can't travel. But I'm writing an article about that. And tomorrow, I will um, lead a deep listening Nice. workshop here with three participants fuck i feel so bad saying it i feel really like it, it doesn't feel good saying this to to you or like someone who's sitting and can't have guests in their home do you want me to delete this it depends on how upsetting it is for people to hear because no I, it's not upsetting I, it's, it's, it's actually nice to hear that that, that, some, that that in some places things are okay and that, and it, it's fine. Don't worry. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe people will be annoyed. I don't know. Then okay, I'll delete well, it. Can... If I get if I get like fifty percent bad feedback, then I'll I'll delete it. Or, or will I? I don't think I will. Uh, no, well, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> just uh, none, don't none, worry. None about of it. the participants are over sixty, mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're coming for their from, from out of free will. So well, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, and I'm and I'm picking up a bookshelf from a recycle place that I'm gonna put in my cabin. Mm. So I'm trying to to do some DIY in my cabin, which is uh, really really nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a good plan. Um, it's been nice to chat to you. I think that's a, yeah, it's done like nearly an hour, so it's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Time flies. Um, do you mean that? Yeah, I, I do mean that. Do you think I didn't? Sometimes I wonder if you mean stuff. Do you? It's because my face <laughs> always stays exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we talked about this before. <laughs> yeah. I don't have like the oh. most expressive face. Well, no, true? you do actually. Yeah, yeah, but it, it goes kind of one way. It's it always, like, it's pretty, I do <laughs> have a very expressive face. It's just very negative. It just expresses <laughs> negative emotions yeah. really, really uh, really really effectively but then also sometimes uh replaces positive emotion faces with negative emotion faces i think is what is what's wrong with my face oh i mean it's hard for me to know because what i see is I, it's not negative as such as angry like kind of like Angry's, intensely yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay it's negative angry yeah. is pretty negative I'd, I'd love to see you find a way of <laughs> making angry positive but no, I'm thinking of your fiddle playing face, which is kind of intense. Like it's passionate. Let's call it passionate. That's okay. I've got better. I used to have a really bad, a really bad violin face. Mm. It's just how it is. I can't, I, I can't help it. I was born like this, and I, and if I try and change it anymore, you'll know. If you're if you start to be aware of your face too much, you just you just you just gotta you you're gonna fuck up anything you're doing, eh? Yeah, of I need to course. Stop it's like uh, it's like when you're having a photo session and no photos 
look decent because you're just trying to make something that you're not. So yeah, please don't change your face. Your face is good. Yeah, and don't change your face. Okay, thank you. Uh, okay, thank you. I will not. Well, unless you really want to, and then it's absolutely your right to change your face. And mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you not to do that. Mm -mm. Um, nice to chat. Same and I do mean that. <laughs> See, thank I'm you. smiling. There thank you go. <laughs> no, you, no, you're definitely changing your face. That's not, is that a smile? That is a smile. Do you know what? I'm covering your teeth now, and I'm not sure if you're smiling or not. I'm just seeing your eyes, and your eyes look normal. Now I'm not smiling because you're you're basically you're. It's quite hard to it's quite hard to stay positive when okay, someone's okay. Uh, scrutinizing your face. Okay, I'm so sorry. We've scrutinized my face long enough, son of a. Okay, we do like okay. every time I speak to you. But I um, do. Yeah, but okay, actually, so you're not. So you're not the only person, and I, and I don't mind. Okay. It is just how it is. Yes. Um, I'm yeah. Nice to chat to you. I hopefully speak to you in person soon, but probably not because you you don't live anywhere near me. Maybe. Well, but that's uh, those hindrances are gone now. You know what? I'm gonna contact you next time I think of calling an ex. <laughs> yeah, do it. Okay. Okay. See you Take soon. Take care, Matt. Yeah, you too. Nice chatting. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. And I turn it off. I've done the right thing there. Does that work? Am I still alive? I am. Here we go. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks very much for listening to uh, this. You can find you can find these. They come up maybe once or twice, three times a week. Uh, you can subscribe to this channel if you would like to see them regularly and you can also find us on uh, all the podcast apps itunes spotify podbean blah 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 all those places you can like and subscribe you can share it with your friends and you can give us a this is another thing i've not said this before you can give us a rating on itunes because then it means that we go up further in the this is a boring story but you can do it if you want to okay thanks very much for listening goodbye